Speak softly loud and hold me warm against your heart. I hear your words. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome again, please. I'm glad you're listening to us. We are here again with Hollywood Podcast. Hollywood Godfather. Hollywood Godfather Podcast. <laughs> Thank God I have a long day, huh? <laughs> no, it's his senility and the vodka starting, <laughs> starting to set in. That's why I have this lovely young lady giving us all our plugs and the knowledge of Pat and Megan. Yeah. Pat, yes, sir. another show, man. Here we are. What have you been doing, sir? Or what are you going for? Oh, my God. It, yeah, you sound like you've been busy. I can't even get a hold of you anymore. No, you know, it's so funny. I can't <laughs> believe... I can't believe, and I have to thank all our listeners for the response. Every Barnes & Noble, even independent bookstores, like, um, you know, I don't even want to go into them. We'll be here all night naming them. The response of people showing up and selling out bookstores even uh, St. Martin's Press said to me, "We can't believe. Normally, if twenty people show up at a at a uh, you know a book signing, that's a lot. I'm over a hundred. This weekend, I was at twenty three hundred. That's crazy. It's crazy. I love it. That's awesome. I thought there were all people lining up because I owed the money. I didn't know what. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them. No, but see, Maybe but so. Pat, I have to attribute. And I I keep praising you because. Uh, we and since we all been together, we all were at the, the party we had in New York, right? Which was amazing. Even the people who showed up for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had you know the top guys in the world in, in literary. I mean, my my friend uh, Mark Seal from Vanity Fair. Every newspaper, everybody came and gave us accolades. And uh, I, I want to thank all of you and all the listeners for buying the book. We're number one. In crime, we're number one in biographies. I don't want to mention anybody so I'm gonna and you go online, you know where we are. And also we are, I have to say Apple, because the Apple is the only one that has the automated book. We're number three in automated book. In the audiobook? In the audio. Yeah, the audio book. It's crazy. That's awesome. But, number three. Yeah. Out of hundreds of thousands of audiobooks. Well, that's saying something. No, so um that's what I and, and Pat, you said, what have I been doing? It's not what yes, we've been. I've been representing us. You wrote well, the thank book. Thank you, but I don't seem worn out. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, get, if you ever leave that compound you're in, you know, the witness protection is over now. I am in an undisclosed location. Nobody knows where I, I know, am. I know, I know. I know. You're, you're sitting next to me right now. I know yeah, where yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> you're a recluse, and then you disappear again. But Howard Hughes is my middle name. <laughs> it's funny because we're doing starting Howard Hughes stuff right away, you know. But anyway, I want to thank all our audiences. It's this is our sixth week coming that you're hearing this show, and I, I can't believe the response. And God bless you because there's so many shows you can listen to. I realize they're not as exciting as ours, so you have good taste. <laughs> we love it. And uh, what are we going to talk about, guys, tonight? Let's talk about something current and controversial. Mm. Jussie Smollett. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. What I mean, you, Pat, God bless you. This guy, I watched him yesterday, and and, and Garagos is a friend of mine, 
And I, he's so embarrassed, he didn't show up. I saw his uh, uh, assistant standing by this kid. saying, Garagos is his attorney, right? That's his okay. attorney. Okay. But the girl, yeah. the long blonde hair, I know her. I don't want to mention her name. But she's standing there, and this guy is lying through his teeth again. My mother, I would never disgrace my mother. I mean, what is what? What, what drug is he on? I mean, somebody. He should, you know what he should do? Fade away. No kidding. Keep your mouth shut. Mm, yeah. Don't say a word. And hope a year from now or two years from now, he'll get another acting job at Coney Island somewhere, taking tickets, yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he should not. You know what he said today? He's considering suing. What? Is this guy out of his mind? No, but no, who's see, he going to sue? But well, not I'll tell only you, that, the show, but he'll probably be suing us. Oh uh, yeah. The the credibility because I I know Rahm Emanuel for a lot of years for a lot of reasons. And when he he's was the mayor, the, right? Well, he's the mayor, but I knew him as the attorney general for Barack Obama. And I did so many shows for a friend of mine who gave us great accolades the other day, Neil Cavuto on Fox. But Neil used to call me up, and, and like the man on the street. And one day he called me up, and this is when they were gonna to go to uh, health insurance from big companies. And I, I, you know me, Pat, and Megan's starting to get to know her uncle a little. <laughs> but I do research. I don't wanna go on and look like a moron, because I'm a moron. I'm not educated like these guys. <laughs> so they used to bring me on. So and they give me the topic. They said, today we're talking about Ron Manuel and why he always has his meetings in the morning with people that he needs to speak to in the senator's health club. Mm. In the steam room. So you and I know it, the yeah. world don't know it. So now I'm on national television, Neil Cavuto, and they had all these intellects and that, I forget that Italian uh, 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 correspondent, legal correspondent, uh, such with a P, Pat, what's his name? Oh, the the uh, judge. Yeah, the J. Yeah, yeah, that's judge. it. What's his name? Yeah, I, I forget. He's he's a sharp guy. Oh, he's very sharp. But I always forget judges' names. <laughs> I have a <laughs> thing about judges. <laughs> I can you call a mental block. Yeah. So anyway, so I, we're I, all I, sitting I, there. But you don't forget defense attorneys' names. No, 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 no. Never. I got okay. the best. Barry Schlatnik <laughs> <laughs> and Black. Only I need those together. Oh, judge Napolitano. But that's him. So they're Napoli, all given these great. Analyzation to why. So Neil says to me, Johnny, you're a street guy. You know a lot of people in Chicago. Why does this guy meet there? I said, that's an old Capone trick. Really? He says, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I said, they meet in a health club. And if he really wants to talk to you serious, he invites you into the steam room. So he, everybody said, what are you talking about? I said, Capone did this all his life because you can't wear a wire in the steam room. Oh, You're nude. <laughs> that makes so much sense now. But nobody that, knows and, that. And, and even if you could hide it somewhere. Well, hello. Yeah, you can. You're not going to be recording will, anything. Yeah. You'll be sitting on it. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. I didn't even think of that. that nobody sense. does. Right. But he did it forever. Wow. So what? why I'm bringing up his name, because I had, I mean, I love, I mean, his brother owns William Morris. We're involved in a lot of business in Hollywood indirectly and directly with my friend Jeffrey Dash. And then when Rom left 
and became the mayor of Chicago, and thank God he's not running for a second term because he'd be assassinated. Mm. I mean, the crime rate since he's been there. Maybe he's not running for a second term? No, no. And I'm, I'm glad he didn't because yeah. there's a target on his back. Mm. Yeah. But he today, because I, I have a theory, because I know this kid is very close to Michelle and Barack Obama. There's numerous yes. pictures of him. Yeah. And the only person that has that kind of power in Chicago right now, where the mayor got on the news today and said, we do not understand how this guy's been exonerated and who exonerated him. Do you know why he said that? Do you know why he's so angry? Because he was blindsided. Nobody told him. Exactly. Somebody, if, if the if the Obamas or whoever got it was involved in this, was said, "This is what we're going to do." He could have prepared for it. He was he was gobsmacked, and that's why he's pissed. Well, because he's getting hit by every media in the world. Oh yeah. But what I'm saying, I appreciate the fact that he's not a part of this. Yeah. Because I mean, you got to be an idiot. I watched this kid cry on Good Morning America, and you know, and, and I saw the funniest cartoon this <laughs> afternoon. It's R. Kelly talking oh, no. to this kid, saying, "Who's your attorney? I need him." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, who is? Whoever, I mean, this is a joke is. on America, man. This guy's well, here's trying. Here's what I got to... out of the press. Here's what I got out of the press. Please, hmm. uh, uh, Michelle Obama's press secretary contacted an ADA by the name of Fox in Chicago and this is what started the ball rolling the uh, the, 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 the the DA saw where this was going and had the smarts to recuse herself and get the hell out of Dodge before all this came down but that doesn't protect her because if there's going to be any grand jury investigating this who are they going to call first her hello yeah so let me ask you a question I mean you've been around uh, around the block a couple of times do you think if the Obamas are involved in this, and I think they are. Oh, I definitely are they, do. Are they going to bury it? Well, I don't. how could they bury it? I, I mean, don't know. There, there's so me. much public interest right now. And obviously, I mean, if I want to call Donald Trump up to stir it up, we should do that too. <laughs> but I mean, the Obama, I mean, I, I don't understand why at that level they're protecting an actor from a TV series. Mm. What was he going to be their son-in-law? I mean, we know he's gay, which I have nothing to do with gay people. Right. I do not understand a reason they would defend this kid on something that is so racial. And I mean, he he, he made this seem like they're picking on uh, gays, and and he's blaming Donald Trump. I think the feds should lock I, him up too. I have an answer for this. Uh, people get so insulated with fame and fortune that they don't think their their influence is going to have that much of an effect because Jussie, whoever names that kid Jussie, but we'll go into that later, <laughs> uh, had to give up his $10,000 bond, 10, 10 grand, uh, to cover, uh, um, this is air quotes on my end, court costs, and he has to do, you ready for this, two days of community service. And he already completed it. What? Yeah, he's yeah. done already. He completed it already. The Obamas, if they're involved in this thought, well, he, he, he was penalized in some way. It's going to die a natural death. And of course, he, he gets in front of a camera and talks about suing. This isn't going anywhere. 
This oh, is going man. to get investigated. No, they should. No, I, I think the federal government, because he brought the president in saying he's created these hate crimes. You don't need any more hate in the United States right now, and we don't need this little pussy that he is trying to build his career and, and destroying so many, I, I believe me, I, I know so many bisexual, whatever they are, I love everybody. Why are you doing this? You're taking a platform, destroying something that has credibility. My oldest sister's bisexual. And my, my current fiance is bisexual. Who cares? You're going against a whole breed and you're representing them on Good Morning America, crying, I, just, I would never lie. I mean, I mean he's, he said this to the world. It's going to create doubt for anybody now that comes after him saying that they got uh, assaulted and it had to do with racial inequality or whatever. Right. It creates doubt. He's hurt other people. But there's one thing still hanging over his head, that, that alleged letter he got, that hate letter delivered to his workplace. Right. That went through the, the U.S. mail. That's what it's I'm saying. You can't sweep that over. under the rug. Well, mm. they haven't addressed that because it's a federal charge. He got the state charges dismissed. There's a federal charge still out there. But why let's, is let's see I, what they're going to do with it? You're, you're Pat. You've been law enforcement all your life. Yeah. How does the state dismiss something when the city it happened in? They were all on television tonight, saying we didn't dismiss it. Yeah, on what grounds the DA, were the, were the, the DA things? DA has stopped? the right to dismiss a case for any reason. The main reason for a, a DA to, to dismiss a case is not enough evidence, and we know there's a mountain of evidence, uh, or uh, something happened to a witness that they can't find. It's got to be a legitimate reason, but they announce the reason. They don't do it behind the mayor's back, behind the police commissioner's back, who created the case. Without the cops, there wouldn't be a case. Mm. So if you're going to dismiss a case, you share the wealth. They just came out of nowhere. They, 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 they blindsided everyone that was involved in this case and made the announcement. What were they thinking? The only thing I can think was that... Uh, they thought this would go away with the penalty, air quotes again, that this kid got, and everybody would forget about it. Nobody's forgetting about it. It's it's getting worse. It's no, I mean, I, I, I myself don't want to get political, but I would go and protest it myself, because this to me is an out and out, I mean, outlandish publicity stunt by a B actor trying not to get fired because he did it, he is fired. He'd probably be banished in our industry forever. But for him, again, and I'm, the thing that bothers me most is he, he's swearing on his mother yeah. yesterday that I told the truth. What'd you tell the truth about? We have the videos of the, your friends buying the white rope with you, I mean, what are we crazy here? Well, he 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 was my suspicion after forty years in, in law enforcement. That they're buying ski masks. We have video of these two guys buying ski masks. I don't recall any Nigerian skiers, but maybe I'm wrong here. <laughs> I don't. When was the last time you went skiing with a uh, Nigerian skier, John? But no, and, and that, <laughs> that needed a white rope. <laughs> yeah, what was that? I mean, come on. I mean, he he. he if, if you're going to pay somebody to to commit a crime, you don't write a check. I mean, that's me another thing. Hello. Right. I mean, yeah, right. I, I just think all America, if you're listening, 
we got to we have to stop this because if this goes away, what the hell else is going to happen? I mean, now, we I have don't enough care problems. If somebody can, can can beat the system. Beating the system happens every day. But if the highest levels of government are involved in this because they like the kid, you know, let's 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 call call it what it is. If the Obamas got involved in this, so we don't know. But uh, some names have been mentioned already, and it looks like they're at least going to look in that direction. If they got involved in this, all the preaching that they've done over the years about fairness and equality circles the bowl and goes right down the drain. Yeah, that's not I mean, this is, uh, it, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But I, I mean, I, I, I'm now that, the only reason I'm saying it now, because I was confused for a while, uh, well, 24 hours, but I love that Rahm Emanuel got on all the news today and denounced it. He had nothing to do with it. He don't know where this came from. And I never expected that. Did you expect that? No, never. Because and you know why he did it? I think it's because no one told him. If your mom is his dear friends, I know. Didn't tell him they did this. And 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 he has to find out by turning on the news in the morning. That's why he's pissed. Well, I'm glad that he's pissed because now it's really going to blow up because he can't yeah. crawl under a rock. He's not letting it go. He, I, I, how could he? Even yeah. though he's leaving office, but this, I mean, this is an atrocity to the law. Where did I get that word, atrocity? I don't know, but it's a I good word. Know. Wow. Uh, good see, use of it. I read your book, Pat. <laughs> I thought you were talking about my first wife there for a second. Oh, my. But, but, but a good, good question, because you're on campus. Yeah. What are you hearing about the buzz of this? Or, or are they even, do they care? Yeah, no, I don't, I really haven't heard much of it. In... That's weird. Yeah, Why don't no. you make them believe you did? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, obviously, I've been seeing a lot of it on social media. No, but I would think of young kids in itself, because, you know, they're so righteous. They pick it. They march on every right, cause right, in right. the world. Yeah, no, that's true. Why are they sweeping this under the rug? This kid's an out-and-out -out liar. Yeah. I mean, to, you know, I probably can, if I went to Chicago, I'd give him a beat and I'll make the news again. Mm. We'll sell more books. <laughs> hey, Ed. Any publicity is good publicity. I know that. That's what I'm thinking mm. of going. He's, he's probably Stop hiding around somewhere. around a little bit. Sell a couple of thousand books. No, but I mean, it's it's. I mean, if you go into just what what's going on in America, and they're creating Donald, they they they're saying that Donald Trump has created everything that's wrong now. I mean, it's it's amazing. A guy gets a flat tire. Because he I'm didn't blame give somebody. Yeah. Well, he didn't give the the, the the state the money to fix the potholes. I mean, it's mm. crazy. It's like, and I I like Donald Trump. I mean, his father should have sent the the charm school. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have done some good there. No, but even me, I have you know I have a, mm. more social graces than him. But but the poor guy never thought he'd be president. I don't know how you handle that. And I know that for true. I got some close friends, heavy Republicans. And they, and he came out saying, "I'm what?" Really? <laughs> no, he was shocked. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he did. I mean, he did it, but never thought he'd win. Mm -hmm. And I loved all the stuff with Hillary this week, when they said there was no collusion, mm. and she said it was a great cartoon. I love these cartoons. <laughs> she said, "Are you kidding me? He beat me legitimate," <laughs> and she was like grabbing her hair and pulling it out of her head. <laughs> Oh, my I did God. work for Donald Trump. Did I ever tell you that story? No. no. What was that? 
Okay, uh, I'm, a, I'm a private investigator, as, as, as you guys know, but maybe the listening audience doesn't know it. Anyway, I've been a been private investigator for 30 years. I got hired by Donald Trump when he bought Eastern Airlines. So this was about, I'm estimating about 1990. He bought Eastern Airlines and, and changed the name to Trump Airlines. Oh, that what was a, a shock. I remember that one. Eastern Airlines was about to go bankrupt, I think. Right, right. so he buys it yeah. for like a dollar and a half, calls <laughs> it Trump Airlines, and uh, he was off and running. But coincidentally, at the same time that he buys it, the uh, flight attendants are going out on strike. But they were going out on strike protesting Eastern Airlines, who was going bankrupt and not paying them. But in Donald Trump's mind, they're after him. So they're, they're striking because he bought the airlines. Hmm. Long story short, he hires me to send out video crews to the three hubs where the now Trump Airlines services, uh, uh, DC, New York, and Boston. And he says, I wanna know who's on the those picket lines because I'm gonna get them. He, he, he has this, he thinks everybody's against him. He freaking guy's paranoid. Anyway, mm-hmm. I send- He's got a good I, I sense send, of, of uh, you know people that hate him, I mean, He's the, know, probably he's the most a, hated guy in the world. Pretty prevalent. You don't want him. You don't want him as your enemy. And even oh, if, no. he, if you're not his, his enemy, if if he thinks you are, you've got a problem. Anyway, Ooh. he figured he's going to get uh, a video evidence of the people who are protesting against him. So he hires me to get the video. So I send teams of investigators out to the, to the three locations. We get the video, uh, run up a bill. I don't know how much it was. Maybe eighty-five hundred. It was like a three-hour job. Come back. They get the video. I submit a bill. And I'm waiting. So after 30 days, I send a perhaps we crossed in the mail uh, email. You didn't you know, expect to get paid, days, did you? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so I, I, I call his office and I get the head of security, who's an, an ex-cop. He hires a lot I of I like that cops. guy, actually. Yeah. Well, he's not there anymore. But anyway, uh, I said, uh, forgive me for asking. I always try to be polite. I, I learned that from you, Johnny. Always be polite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, I said, where's my money? He said, uh, well, he's hemming and horn. He says, uh, Mr. Trump doesn't like to pay his vendors. I said, what? What? He said, yeah, he, he doesn't pay them uh, if you find something wrong. In other words, I was getting stiffed for the 8500 bucks. Uh, and I come to find out that he stiffed so many people. I mean, the, the these old Italian craftsmen who he brought in from Italy. Oh, my God. Trump yeah. Tower. Uh, they, they did all the marble work. And every day he would pick them up in a, you know, his company would pick them up in a bus and take them out to some flea bag motel in Queens. They'd be back the next day. They worked for a solid year. Italians and Polish artists never paid them a friggin' dime. Oh my gosh! Well, I know, I know. Even it, it, uh, when they were doing the uh, Trump in, in Atlantic City, a friend of mine said, "Johnny, get me, and I want to do the work for him." I said, "You don't want to do the work." You don't want- he said, oh, my sons, why we want to do it? I said, you don't want to do it. He's not going to pay you. He said, how is he not going to pay us? So you he got rich. Right. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, he, he learned from the Rockefellers and all the other people who preceded him that were rich when they did the, the railroad lines. When you start to read American history and see how many people were stiffed, but I don't want to go on to that, but Trump built... I mean, my friend did all the cabinets and all the rooms. After two years of trying to collect the money, they filed bankruptcy. And I, I mean, his son committed suicide because he lost oh. his family. They had nothing. And they kept investing 
their own money in buying the materials. But Trump's middle well, name should be crime because crime don't pay. <laughs> and I, I love Donald Trump. I, I, I love him, eventually. but I don't like the way he treats people. Well, eventually, I, I got paid because, he, you know, Trump is in the construction industry. You got paid. And oh, you filed the mechanics lien. No, I, uh, I read between the lines here. He's in the construction business, so I made a couple of calls, oh. and I and I got my check. Okay. It took about it took about six months. You you you're probably at the top of the list. I got paid. The probably other the side, only guy that got paid. Yeah, I'm saying the very other, few. There's pages on the other side. Oh my gosh, man! You know, it's still. I I I got to know him briefly. Not that I can't say I know him, but. I like what he represents. I just wish I said, as I said earlier, he had do it a little more couth, as my grandmother. Yeah, just, my mother, yeah. coop, my grandmother used to say coop. I say couth because <laughs> we have pigeons in the yard. <laughs> well, well, I tell you, there, there, there's one guy that's not worrying about Trump or Jussie Smollett. It's Frankie Boy. Oh, he doesn't care anymore. No, no, it's over. It's over. You know, Frankie it's funny. Boy Cali. You, you know who he is, Megan? No, I don't. Who is that? Oh, you were gone. She was on a vacation. A, a very what did I miss? A, 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 well, you missed the bullet. <laughs> you did, <laughs> what you missed. You yeah. did. But, uh, and I've, I've been all over the news, thank God for that, too. And I thank the New York Post. Every newspaper in the world had me, even the, some of the national television shows. And we're, we're talking about the book, and they said, what about Frankie Boy Kelly? And most people, I didn't know they knew, but they do know. Mm. And this well, let's kid. Tell, let's tell the audience who he is. I'm going to let you Watch. know who he is. Frankie Boy Cali was a 51-year-old kid out of Sicily who became the boss of the Gambino family oh. about four years ago. And me, just because I loved the Gambino family, what they represented, this was an old soul boss. This was a guy that the one in no recognition. He wasn't John Gotti. He wasn't Sammy the Bull. He wasn't even uh, Tony Spalatro, which we all know these guys because they made movies about them and their lives. And as Pat would say, they forgot that this is a secret organization. <laughs> <laughs> they sought publicity. This guy, Callie, he didn't even know he was the boss. Under the radar. Mm. So. I forgot what shows we were doing, and everybody, I was being, you know, and they then they asked me, actually. I, in fact, I did Neil Cavuto again the other day, and he asked me, he's, what's your thought about it? I said, let me say, what I know about the mob, and just because I'm around it all my life, this cannot be a sanctioned hit. Well, you, you gotta explain really why. Yeah, I mean, we, well, I'm we going know. to, you, no. I mean, no. I was going to get into that, but oh, okay. I know, and uh, and thank you though for interjecting that, because I, I lose my memory every ten years but I, <laughs> when I'm in front of a judge. But anyway, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I and they said, why do you think that? I said, first of all, this guy was a boss, and the only guy that got away with killing a boss without getting it sanctioned by the other families was John Gotti when he took out Paul Castellano mm. and Tommy Bellotti, but the rest of the families felt the same way that they overstepped O'Neill de la Croco, who was really the boss of the Gambino family. 
But Gambino and Castellano were related. And Castellano was a big money maker with the chickens he sold. He sold his business to Purdue. I mean, this guy is a oh. legitimate guy. Now they get this kid who gets shot down in front of his house at 9 o'clock at night. Where was that? And he's the boss. On Staten Island, right down the block. You're going to love this one, Megan. Why? Right down the block from where I got married to Don Corleone's daughter. Oh, my gosh. And a half a mile away from Paul Castellano's house. Oh, wow. So now all the news media is trying to spin this, that this is a hit. Uh, Eugene Gotti just came out of prison. He wants his territory back. And I'm seeing where this is going, and I know nothing about it. I met Frankie Boy once or twice, the nicest kid that I could see. Everybody, you know, I go to Italy a lot. This is the kid that's going to get it back to where it should be, Mm. if it should be. I'm not saying it should be, but run it the way it should be. This kid had the knowledge, wanted no recognition, nothing. So he gets shot six times in front of his house. So I said, first of all, that cannot be a sanction to it because they will never let him kill him in front of his family and his house. It's taboo. Oh, okay. You can't do it. Kill him in a restaurant. There's never been a mob guy killed in front of his family. Mm. Unless, you, unless your last name is Scarfo and you live in Philadelphia. Yeah, hello. <laughs> he, he blows you up on your front porch. Oh, yeah, well, car. that's what happened to him. Hello. A psycho. Yeah. Total lunatic. But with that said, only to find out, and they were starting to spin this thing. I think there's going to be mob wars. What do you think? I said, not going to be. Hold it. It may be organized crime. But it's not Italians. Mm. It could be the Albanians. It could be the Russians. This kid really infiltrated the drug business. Huge. Huge. And making hundreds of, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm. So the only thing I thought, one of these families are retaliating because he's taken over all their business. Only to find out that this kid that shot him, Frank Cali told him, you can't date my niece. We don't want you around my niece. That was it? That was it. it. What? But you know what's interesting though? What's more interesting, here's this kid, and thank God this happened, because Pat is in police work. If that kid didn't pick up, because what he did, he hit Callie's car to get him out of the house in an accident. Oh. So he comes out, investigates it. I don't know the words they had, because he had another kid. They shook hands. Yeah, but he told him, you know, stay away from my niece. The niece was in the house. Oh, gosh. So the kid bent over and picked up the, the license plate that he knocked off Callie's car mm-hmm. and laid it in the back. And when Callie reached in for it, he shot him six times. In the back. In the back. That's crazy. But thank God he touched that license plate. Because when they investigated, they found out who shot him. Unless there'd be a war, they'd create a war in New York. I love the media. Gosh, right. I I wonder after he shot the Cali, he went in the house and asked out the niece. (laughs) Yeah, right? All right, so now what? (laughs) That's not protocol, right? No, but so now I'm I'm watching, because I'm I'm interested in this stuff. I'm watching him being arraigned on Staten Island, and I'm listening to... And I just watched this Jesse kid walk around. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, That's for me. I'm not here. <laughs> Jeffrey Dash, we're on the air. Talk to you later. <laughs> no, so I, I'm watching this arraignment, and his attorney says he's been influenced by hate crimes. Here we go again. Oh, no. And all this <laughs> propaganda. And I'm saying, look at this. I just watched this guy Jesse get away with it. Is this kid good? He shot the guy six times in the back. In cold blood. In cold blood. Only body on the scene. And uh, videos and everything about it. But he, he said, I'm innocent. Yeah. If oh, I was he's, he's going to go with diminished capacity. He's going to say he had some kind oh, of. Oh, is that going to be? Is that going oh, to be? Oh, with the defense. What's he, he going to say? I was. I was I was shooting targets. Right. Let me ask well, you a question. I got in the way. Yeah. You said some a word I don't remember. Diminishing what? Can you tell me that? Diminished one? capacity. Capacity. So he's going to do an insanity plea. Yeah, an insanity defense. Well, I'll tell you right now. The insane kid that did this. Uh-huh. If you're listening, <laughs> slit your wrist. You don't want to hey, go to prison. Hey, hey. Every Gambino wannabe is uh, going to use you in punching bag and anything else. Mm. Don't go gonna, there. They got him in last. protective custody of jail already. Oh, really? No, I that's mean, not going to work either. I mean, this Yikes. is this this is, and, and you know, Pat, thank you for bringing that up. You always get the right subjects. These, are, this is what's going on in this crazy world we're living in right now. You have a guy who hires two guys to beat him up because he's supposedly gay. They don't like gays. Well, he hired them. He goes on, "Good Morning America," pleases case, which I find even more bizarre. Why does R. Kelly ask for the same time on the same show with the same lady? I don't want to mention her name because I really don't like her. And does the same thing. Are we this dumb in America? Yeah. That don't these people, people realize they're going to court and they could subpoena those videos? Right. I mean, how stupid. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's total insanity. It is crazy. So what else is new in the news? Oh, I mean, I think everything, fortunately. Thank yeah, God we're else? a part of it. We're all over the world. Yeah, seeing you I everywhere. Mean, I was in... Pretty uh, exciting. Uh, let, let me let me stir up the waves here. How about the Mueller report? Oh, let's save that. You know what we should save I'll our save last few one? minutes for? Because the Mueller report, I mean, that's so political. I don't think we should go. I mean, if you want to talk about it. No, not nobody really. knows what it is anyway. <laughs> but... We've been blessed because I can't even tell you how many emails yes. all, of, all of our listeners have been finally reaching out, and we don't want you to think we're blowing smoke. No. We want to mention your name now and discuss some of your questions. We don't know what they are. This <laughs> is becoming our uh, virtual, I guess, emails. Not mailing. Oh, this would be a this, this would be mailbag anymore. Nobody mails letters. Yeah, not necessarily a mailbag. I'm pulling from my more. This will be mail this will document. be a regular segment at the end of the show from here on in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know what? I, 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 why don't we do this too, though? Hmm. As a suggestion, okay. why not? Let's not say it's the end of the show. Let them keep <laughs> listening because you know they'll say, "Let's tune in the last 15 minutes." I may hear my name. <laughs> you never know because I I, I love you never TV. know when it's gonna. You never know, but we're gonna mention it every week. Mm -hmm. Every show. You may be on our show. It may be the beginning. It may be the middle, but we are definitely appreciative of you tuning in, and we want to hear 
your your questions. And uh, Megan, what do you got up? All right, oh, yeah. so we have a lot of emails talking about the book. You know, people gushing over you and the book and saying how much they love it and how much they are fans. Well, Pat wrote it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> the both of you. I'm talking about the both of you. We wrote it. Buddy. And so there are a couple questions about, you know, I don't recognize any of the names, but I'm assuming they're mob people. Okay. So we have one that says, it's from Ed. And Ed says, Gianni. Where? Ed what? It doesn't, he didn't give a last name. He didn't give a last name. Ed yeah. must be in the witness protection program. Ed <laughs> is not giving us his last name. However, I do have his email, but I'm not going to put that out there. No. Um, it says, Gianni, by any chance, do you, did you know the Lucchese crime family? Of course. Especially Jimmy Burke and the Goodfellas crew. Why would you ask me? I love this. <laughs> I was engaged to Jimmy Burke's daughter. Oh my what gosh. a great question. Ed's going to love that. No. Ed, I'll <laughs> tell you right now, that. Jimmy Burke, I mean, uh, for the people that don't know him, that he was accused of the Lufthansa, the largest ever robbery in the world. Mm. And the money was never, never recouped. And a, a group that was part of the Lucchese crime family and that robbery, they kidnapped his son, Jesse. Mm. He he was so nuts, Jimmy Burke. I love Jimmy Burke. Jimmy, Jimmy Burke na named his son Jesse James. Oh my gosh! His whole life, but, but his daughter was something else. I mean, I don't want to mention her name. She's still in business, in in the jewelry business down in the Bowery. And uh, I just this guy loved me. I loved him. Crime guy, totally off the wall. And Crazy. but I mean, well, Pat, you know, you're on the job. You know more facts than I do about him, but can you interject a little bit for Ed to find out if I knew him? <laughs> Jimmy the Gent was a total lunatic. If he even thought that you were going to turn him in for that Lufthansa job, or even mention it in mixed company, you were gone. Oh, wow. No. He Amazing. Got, a lot of people vanished after that robbery. And nobody got paid. Yeah. Well, nope. yeah, Jimmy the Gent got paid. Well, him, he got Burke all the money. Paid. He got all the money, and nobody knows where it is yet. Oh. And I don't want to say I do because I don't know. You live, you live in a very nice house, and all of a sudden you bought this house for cash, man. No, uh, no, no, no. We'll no. talk about that later. This house was given to me by Mr. Frank Costello. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I don't want to start any rumors. <laughs> next, next. All please. right, next one is from Scott Davids, and Scott says. Gianni, loved your podcast and always wanted to know what you are the most proud of doing in your lifetime, whether it be family, business, make, or making new ideas and contacts around the world. My present most important thing right now, and if, if you read the book, it's yes, you can. I want to motivate anyone, whatever age you are, whatever color skin you are, whatever social background you are, you have a dream. I'm a guy that's 76. I'm, I started a whole new career with Pat and Megan podcasts. Whatever your dream is, go do it, man. The clock is ticking because, yes, you can. If I did it, you can do it. That's <laughs> so my, the thing you're most proud of is inspiring people. Right now, yeah. That's awesome. I've done so How about your charity work? Well, it's, it's the same thing, but I think, it goes I, hand think in hand. This, I think this is a bigger audience and you know Pat that's why we're doing motivational speaking that's why we created the podcast yeah yes we're exploiting and attracting people like the ads and like this person now asking these questions 
whoever you are out there, go do it, man. The clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. I only have, I think, maybe 34, 40 years left. So I'm out there. I think that's a good goal. <laughs> hey, I didn't publish my first book until I was 48, man. See, there's another thing. You know, I was always threatening to do it. I never did it. I said, screw it. I don't want to be 85 years old and say, I should have, I could have, I would have. Right. You do what you want to do. As long as legal. And even then, you can't. <laughs> well, even then. Mm. <laughs> but, but look at that. I'm sitting here looking at Megan. She's <laughs> so innocent. She don't know what she wants to do yet. <laughs> I don't. I'm along for the ride. You know, this is already huge at this point. No, so. that's great. But that's, what I, that's why you inspire us. Because to oh. me, yeah, it's very inspirational. And uh, after meeting you and talking to you and knowing what you wanted to do, Pat and I both agreed you got to be on this with us. <laughs> and, and you are the eyes and ears of the new generation. I'm so antiquated, I have dust on my head. No, I don't think, I don't see any. I don't think, I, I have a hard time keeping up with you. <laughs> All right. Can't pin him down. All right, next one comes from Stephen Levy, and it says, Dear Mr. Russo, do you have any stories about Johnny Rao, R-A-O? I do, but I can't talk because he's still alive. Okay. <laughs> well, then that is answered. So you know who he is, but who, can't make who, any who comment. Who's that from? This is from Stephen Levy. Stephen Levy, you know better. You're a nice <laughs> Jewish boy. Don't ask questions yeah. online. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So moving on, we have one from Domingo de la Torre, and this is for both Patrick and Gianni, and oh, it says... Perfect. Um, would either of you be able to tell me whatever happened to Mr. Pasquale, Pat Chioffi? Chioffi? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would I, rather. I don't know. You I know. would rather Pat answer that question because I happen I to know what happened to him. <laughs> oh. Do you know him, Johnny? I knew. I, I I met him. He's actually a customer of mine, but um, I, I, I other than that, I can't talk about that. And, okay. by, and who was that from? That was from Domingo de la Torre. Domingo oh, de la Torre. I think that's an alias for Frank Smith with the FBI agent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the FBI agent. Uh, agent Smith, we can't Tuning ask in. Questions. Sorry, we will not be taking any of your questions. Special agent Smith. They oh, my like gosh. That's so but. funny. Um, all right, Pat, we have a question for you. I wasn't from, there. I didn't do it. from scott davids he's asked another question specifically for you he said what is planned for your future more are you kidding scott uh, (laughs) he's with me from now on (laughs) if anybody asks who you're with this is a different context now Mm -hmm. who you're with Uh, i'm with the russo family (laughs) there you go now we're we're planning on doing a second book uh because the first one is becoming uh, a success uh, not what much do you mean becoming? Expected it, we uh, did it already. It is. <laughs> we're done. Well, what are you yeah, being, anyway, out we're, we're gonna, being we're pessimistic? We're doing a second book. <laughs> we're working, obviously, on this podcast. Uh, uh, motivational speaking. Johnny's getting that off the ground. And uh, any other thing that we can come up with that'll uh, make a few dollars and keep us out of jail. Yeah, and, uh, that's always good. The, 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 I've the, done the that for 76 book, years. <laughs> the second book is, is the first target. We're working on the second book. Mm-hmm. Very good. So I mean, that's interesting that he asked two very inquisitive, criminally, yeah, questions. 
There's a, I think who, that's a theme. Who's he defending? <laughs> who was he with? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so one last one for today. This one's actually for me. Oh, oh great. <laughs> yes. So it you says... You want your phone number and your, and your dress size. <laughs> I did get a couple of those, but sure. not quite. Um, okay, so this one says, Hi, Megan. Loved your first podcast, and I'm interested in knowing what direction your career will take you in the future. If you do have, if you have any specific inspirations at the moment, please. Well, answer it, please. Yeah, well, we want to. Pat and I want to know too. <laughs> Are we included? Are we included? Are you taking us? With you know, you? what's funny is that obviously I've always wanted to get into entertainment and you know work on films or maybe be in films someday. But it was funny, Gianni. Right before I had met you, I was you know with my family. We're on vacation, and everybody's always asking like, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" And I'm always like, "I don't know. Like, I just need to finish school and." And I'll, I'm sure I'll find something. I just got to meet the right people. And then as soon as, as soon as I met you, my sister goes, oh, of course. Five minutes ago, she's saying she doesn't know what to do. Now she's meeting Gianni Russo. <laughs> so <laughs> at oh, this point. Thank you. I <laughs> yeah, so at this point, I think I'm just going to keep, you know. You're staying here. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I am not going I anywhere. I made a deal with the Don. <laughs> Our father's a Don. I like his name. His name's Dan. Dan. Why don't I keep saying that? I don't know. <laughs> I, want, I want him to be. I, I apologize. Dan. Yeah, Dan Horan. I, I know, but see, I, I make him Italian right away. Yeah, that's he's true. He's a Don. Uh, he's, he's an Irish guy. He's a Don. Well, so what? <laughs> so is Frank Costello. That is true. He used, he that used is an true. Irish name. That is I true. I think your father's in a witness protection. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's spending an awful lot of money for a guy that goes to his guys own gyms. Oh, he has a picture taken. He kept on putting his hands in front of his face <laughs> no pictures please oh yeah I no know I, I know <laughs> and he was standing in front of the St. Patrick's Cathedral when he was doing it <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes to answer your question oh this is from Scott Davids again he's got a lot of he's got a question for each of us today Jesus okay he's very uh, he's very inquisitive so Scott has to get out more yeah <laughs> ask him for his badge number <laughs> <laughs> at least when this one's not too incriminating for okay. me so um yeah, I think at this point I'm gonna follow Gianni's lead, and he's he's my he's my mentor right now. So I think at this point he's my biggest inspiration, and Pat, you as well. You two are really you know taking me under your wing here, and I think at this point I'm gonna keep going along for the ride and see what happens. Yeah, I, I tell you, I, I, we're we're happy, but Pat and I obviously are including everything we're doing, and as far as you, as uh, your background in school and all that. I think we have such a, a broad scope of the next four or five years. You'll be doing everything you want to do I, on sets, television. We're you're going to wind up meeting a lot of people through this podcast. Yeah. Well, not just the people. I think the experience of that. You know, we have offers on the table right now, which I'll say publicly. Sony now has approached us on both capacities mm. of a mini series and movie. So, and I'm saying this because. They made. They, they made the. Uh, they made the offer. The, well, yeah, they they, they want to know. They they wanted to know if everything is available. Their life rights in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everything's available. We're not making a deal until we see them all on the table. We're, we're not hungry. We want to make the right deal. And uh, I, being old fashioned, I want to work walk with my grandchildren down the red carpet. Mm -hmm. So even if we get a, a five hundred screen. Right. So you need 500 screens, people don't know this, for the Screen Actors Guild to qualify for an Oscar. Oh. So after I do that, 
I would love to do, because that's the new fad, and that's what we're doing now with podcasts, these limited one-hour series are where do you want to go? Because mm-hmm. people are not going to theaters anymore. They don't want to know when they have to tune in to see it anywhere. Right. So Netflix, let's say, and everybody else that's doing it. Now, we just saw that Apple got yeah, into the right. television business. Right. So this is going to be saturated again. I don't even hear about HBO anymore. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, so I mean, it's this all Netflix, is, Hulu. And you just got to keep moving around. So we are going to go where all you young people are going. We're going to follow you, maybe. But I think you're going to be everywhere. I can't wait. And Pat and I could just only sit back because he's got Zach, his son. Uh, what's the other son's name? I keep I miss Alex. Alex. And they're all your age, so, and all the kids I have, we could create a whole new company. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, and, and, uh, you know, Alex, I apologize. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, it's, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think encouraging young people, and uh, we're, I mean, Pat and I really don't need anything more. We'll take all they'll give us, but we don't need anything else. <laughs> but I think it's, it's exciting now going, into all these new mediums that we didn't know existed. Yeah, it's crazy. Nice, very nice. So I think um, we did another great show. I hope you all respond. Obviously, you know we're listening, and uh, we appreciate it. So on behalf of Pat, Megan, and I, God bless you. Have a great week. As you know, we post a new show every Wednesday. We need you to subscribe. We want to stay in the arena. And the only way you stay in this arena is have an audience. Uh, let me ask you a question, Gianni, before we sign off. Uh, are there could any possibly, uh, will there be any possible surprise guest stars in the near future? Don't I, mention any names now. Oh, we have an amazing guest star who I met on the set of The Godfather as a little girl, and she's coming on, and she's going to be talking about her father's experience in the movie and how Marlon Brando slapped him around when he didn't know his lines. <laughs> and uh, and she in herself now has got tremendous accolades in, in her career. I met her with CNN, and she went on to create her own show, and she's going to be our first guest. And then we have some really interesting guests, including your friends, Pat. So, I mean, sure. that's what we're going to start bringing in now because... Uh, we don't know whether you're getting tired of listening to us. <laughs> we don't want to take a chance, so we're gonna break. <laughs> we're gonna break it up. But I think what I think I hope and let us know if you like the fact that we have this electronic mailbag going on. I, I like Rena answering your questions. Yeah. And, and the it, bottom line is our listeners have to tell us what they want to hear. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, good night. And uh, stay tuned. We'll talk to you whenever you want to. <laughs> Please stay tuned and press, and press subscribe and listen to Megan's last pitch. God bless you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to the Hollywood Godfather podcast. Email Gianni Russo with your questions, comments, and for information regarding his motivational speaking appearances to Gianni at HollywoodGodfatherPodcast.com. Email Patrick Picciarelli with your questions and comments to Patrick at HollywoodGodfatherPodcast.com and visit Amazon.com for a listing of books he has written. I'm Megan Horan. I can be emailed at Megan at HollywoodGodfatherPodcast.com and would enjoy hearing from you. 
be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. We'd like to know what you like about what we're doing, what you'd like to hear in the future, and anything else you might suggest to improve our podcast. But most importantly, hit the subscribe button. We'll be back next week with stories of the mob and Hollywood, as well as answers to your emails. Good night.